This message is brought to you by Living Faith Church. You can find us on the web at livingbyfaith.com. Last Wednesday, I felt like, um, like my grandson sometimes when he comes to my house, he dumped all his blocks on the floor. So I felt like I was that last Wednesday. Just dumped all the blocks on the floor. So I feel like tonight that I have the privilege to put all the blocks back. <laughs> so I don't know how neatly I'm going to put all those blocks back. But Holy Spirit helped me to do just that. So last Wednesday... Um, my heart was for when it comes to really walking with God as a believer, what it, what it means especially to commune with the Word of God and to be intimate with the Word of God. And because from the, how months was that? Like about a couple of months back? And then I don't even remember how it it's been, I guess, that long that uh, when Pastor Kathy studied what is a lifestyle of a worshiper. And, and one of the, um, the key components to being a, a lifestyle of a worshiper or of worship is to how to get intimate with the Word of God, right? So last week when I started out that I had some questions for you guys and that was, um, how do I spend time with the Word? And how do you meditate? And when I ask myself or each one of you, what does it mean to meditate? How do you define meditation? How do you define meditation? Or if you're in the season where that God will kind of give you a hint how to meditate, not the way you've been meditating. I mean, meditating, basically, you meditate or mutter the Word of God, or however you are acquainted with the Word of God, you will spend time in, in that setup or however you're used to, like habitually how you meditate Word of God. But there are times when God will expand your um, capacity to meditate to certain ways. So um, I think from last week, even from what I shared, what, what are your favorite scriptures? What are your foundational scriptures? And I mean, favorite scriptures and foundational scripture could be the same or a bit different. And it's not something that I can define for you, but when you spend time with the Word of God, what does God say to you? Certain scriptures. And what are the scriptures that, that was like, you know, there's Damascus moments like, us, you know, Apostle Paul just literally had that encounter with the Lord. What are those things that really love turning? And places where you say, oh, I always know this scripture for the 
for all of my life. And all of a sudden, this became a door or portal to walk in and create the space that you really need to engage in conversation with God. What are you saying to me at this moment right now? So basically, if I have a question for you, the first question that I would start with is, what is the word or scriptures or word that you have right now that you're carrying conversation with God? Looking at the clock, I'm trying to time myself because... Um, I have a couple of videos of that you want to take a look towards, so I'm just trying to pace myself here. And it's interesting tonight, um, I know this is a bit of a sideways, not on my note, but since this is like a very conducive environment, what God wants to do, so I think this is relevant to what I'm about to share, is that when Matt was ministering and Danny was ministering, yeah, Matt was at the keyboard, Danny was doing the instrument. But one thing that always kind of you know, makes me remind me of the atmosphere and the place that we get placed in. And we may think, well, I made a choice to come here for tonight, but no such thing as coincidence in God. So tonight we are sitting here for purpose and reason from Holy Spirit's perspective. And I could not help but myself to marvel at looking at Matt ministering and Danny ministering. And I know most of you in this room, and you could feel the heart of worship coming forth. And when you feel that kind of movement in the room, and and also it reminds me that what a great lover of Jesus or you are. And again, when I look at Matt or Dan, Danny, and I see the deep lover of the word of God. And so the, uh, the heart of worship and heart of uh, that worship in spending time with God, I'm not talking about gaining knowledge with the word. I'm talking about your heart engagement with the word the now word, the preceding word that coming from the presence of God. So while this worship was going on, I'm not saying you have to have a particular book and chapter and verse that God reminded you, but do you, are you feeling, are you stirred up in the sense of what is, what is, the, what is the word that God is reminding you again? Again and again. And Second Corinthians three two said, "You are our epistles, written in our heart, known and read by all men." And I could read. I know I've known Matt all his life because he was a little boy, and. And just, it, it just makes me marvel, and then he posed the same way, that, that how word nurture a spirit being to express the intimacy of Jesus in an atmosphere like this. You know? And, and I thought about, yes, we used to, well, no, I think we still joke about certain versions of bio, the translations, 
So we love passion translation and certain translation. But when I see, when I hear Matt ministering, and it's like, I hear, I can read the Matt House version of the Bible or Danny Pro version of the Bible and Omo version, Pastor Bebe version, Christine version, even, even you know, <laughs> I almost a pastor kept, why not, you know, <laughs> the elder Kevin coming out and ministering the word that I, I heard, I heard Kevin version, Kevin walking version of the Bible. You know, when we say in, in John 1, 14, I think that's the right. <laughs> the word became flesh, the word among us. He's saying the same thing to us. It's me, the, the incorruptible seed of the word of God, Jesus Christ, fleshed out. Me? Yes. You, you're seeing and hearing the grace, young version of the Bible. There's a Rafa version. <laughs> we love Rafa version. <laughs> and you can really put your name into it. Not ashamed. Not ever ashamed. You know, when Pastor Barry taught, the justification is as if you've never sinned. The blood of Jesus is eradicated. When he said it is finished, it was truly finished. Okay, God help me. I am trying to stick to my note. So, okay, Asia. <laughs> okay. I didn't have time to really share with her what she ministered to me, because this is all connecting. Um, about a month and beyond back. And, and she and Ashley were up here and worshiping. Not just singing songs, worshiping. And I got so caught up in the place where, because I was so flustered and frustrated. I felt like those, like, okay, I have about five plants, house plants that I need to repot. <laughs> because every time I look at them, I feel like, oh my gosh, I cannot breathe. I know, I do feel it. Because I water them and sometimes, you know, give like a pep talk to them, okay, be well and all that stuff. But then again, because it's been so hot, I don't like having soils like all over the house. I need to have like my backyard or, you know, set up for repotting. So I'm kind of waiting for a cooler day to do it. So I feel like that, that's, that my house plants, like, oh my gosh, this need to be replanted in a bigger pot. And I felt like I was at that place. So that particular evening when Asia was ministering and I got so caught up and I was in this place of a, I'm sorry, Asia, I meant to like share with you first, but here I go. I love you too. <laughs> Thank you, Asia Virgin of the Bible, talking back to me. And so I literally was a mess because, you know, when, when, when God loves me so much and by the Spirit of God and kind of like press your heart and say, okay, God, okay, girl, you sit and you just let me talk to you some things. So I was in the, 
spot, and but I was in this room, and I saw this beautiful object kind of displayed. It was so beautiful, and I looked at it. I was like, "Oh, it's so wonderful, so beautiful." And and all of a sudden, this wind blew in, and it's like a chaos was in the room, and the fire was bursting everywhere. I'm thinking, like, I mean, what's happening? I mean, this beautiful thing should be kept as is, whatever. And then it felt like something disaster was hit the room, but and yet. After everything was settled, and Lord remind me of that Jeremiah scripture of Potter's the Potter's will. That sometimes we, I'm talking to myself. I, I, I say in terms of my own life. Sometimes I feel like my life. Has gone through a transformation, a process where that I feel like no, I know I didn't do it, but it's like the beautiful testimony of what God had done in my life, and I could hold it in this room of my heart, completely intact. Yes, it is beautiful, but when a season hit where like He wants to expand me. To a greater de- degree of growth or intimacy, he said, "That's not really, you know. You cannot just stop being this thing and be satisfied." But here's the assurance that come. He can't. That he he assured me that, you know, although it may look like all like went in all smithering and like the dust, but instead in that dust, a little, little tiny particle is my essence. Still, and I'm gonna put you on a potter's wheel again, and we need. This all happened when Asia and Ashley they were ministering, and so this, with that and the scripture of a reminder, I'm gonna put you on a potter's wheel again, and I feel like it's not just my personal growth with intimacy, God. With God, but I think that God's saying the same thing with all of us. Where are we? Where Where am I? Am I going to be satisfied? I mean, with that beautiful object, just uh, like in display case. Yes, it contains all my work with God and the testimonies and all the, the beautiful things and memories attached to it. But God said, "Yes, it's still there." But when I need you, need you know, like the kneading the dough. On the potter's wheel, and I could feel like tonight when I'm connecting this, when Matt and Danny were ministering, it felt like that, that our hearts are still like being kneaded by His hand. You know that the God fingerprints are just stimulating our hearts, like this. Yes. It may be like dust particles, and it may not be a place with comfort. It's just like I don't even know what this is gonna take a form into. Yes, maybe I was a pitcher, water pitcher at one point, but then he's gonna—I don't know—maybe bigger capacity, bigger size. I don't know. But what he was talking to me was, "Are you willing 
because he cannot just uh, do that, override my will and say, I'm going to do this for you. No, I have to be willing participant in that. I have to let my heart go. And so I don't even know what I look like right now because I was crying so much. And the crying is not the point. The point is like, <laughs> my heart was like so, I mean, engaged in a place where from the connection of the dots when Asia and Ashley ministered and he's still talking to me. I didn't bring my, my, um, my journal book, but those are the pieces I put together, even not because the Jeremiah scripture of the, on the, me being on a potter's wheel, but I could feel almost like I can go back to Genesis where God is like Barah, build you, that he did the same thing. Yeah, he's God. He does not have a hand. Whether he did it with his breath or his imagination, whatever, however he did it by his spirit, he still wants to have the moving power of the word, moving power of his breath to just touch you. And I remember, even I remember just now, when I was in Pastor Barry's class, and he was teaching on John 17. And I don't know what happened to that 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 room in that particular moment. And I was, just, I was like, I remember I was sitting the way back with my Bible open. John chapter 17, I sat there and the tears rolling down my eye. Now I, even now, I'm still clueless of what God was ministering to me. All I had to do was just like, God, okay, I don't know anything right now. I don't even know what's happening. The only thing I remember was, whatever this is, God, I want to submit. I'm giving my will to you. But I think we are living in a time where that God is doing the same thing. Like, okay, listen, can you really hear my voice? I know you can, and you've been hearing my voice. Do not compare yourself to other people, how they hear, how they listen, how they, you know, find books. And no, do you find me? Just like tonight, the worship. As dear Pantifoa, for the water. And even Kevin, Mr. Kevin, you know, encouraged us. Can you hear that God is panting? Jesus is panting for us. I still have many questions with God. Even, you know, when... When I study the scripture, yeah, I know the scripture, but I know there's something there. But sometimes I, this is my excuse. I don't have time right now. I'm busy. I have to care, take care of things and stuff. You know? And then speaking of favorite and foundational scripture, am I like, you know, I'm on Instagram, so when I follow certain ministries, they just flip the scripture and I say, like, like. So what? What do you do with that? I'm not, I'm not knocking that you like it. You, you, should, you should like scripture. You should. Yes. Yeah. But on the flip side of it, when God sees, he loved to read our hearts like his own versions of Bible. I know his heart is like, like, yes. He likes us. He loves us. 
but am I willing to grow with God in the world? So last week, I remember that my, one of my heart desire is to sh- always to share with people that the old, old and new are in unity from Father's point of view. Remember that Holy Spirit is the light. Jesus is standing in the light. So the shadow drawn is the Old Testament. And, and then we need to filter every word of Scripture through the filter of Jesus. So when I taught tabernacle and feast, the things I always want to share with uh, students or also remind myself is that what filter are you using to interpret scripture? Because Jesus had to be the glass or the pattern to interpret everything. Because the Bible interprets Bible itself. So the, one of the reasons that I felt so free, even in the knowledge of knowing the word and the Bible, it was that this was a, such a setup from God. You know, from Genesis to Revelation, you know, like when, you, uh, when new parents have uh, their children, well, nowadays they put everything on Instagram and from the baby picture to every little detail. Just the same thing. God did this. This is his Instagram. This is my son Jesus. From beginning to the end. <laughs> I remember, like when I came here, it was 1990. Four, three, anyway. I remember one, um, uh, the evangelist came and he was teaching on certain things. And I was like, was, he was like, the whole Bible, like this. So the Genesis, yeah, the Genesis would touch the revelation. So sometimes I looked at it from the side, sitting over there, and thinking, that's like a circle. But then there was a revelation. Yeah. It's like an unending circle from the beginning to the end. I remember Pastor Barry used to remember that um, the praise song we used to do, um, the Alpha and Omega and the beginning and the end. And he'll always do this beginning to the end, Alpha and Omega when he worshiped. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're the part of the beginning and the end. I mean, we are right now living in the eternal life as it is. So, as a lifestyle, as a worshiper in the Word of God, what does God say to you right now? I mean, you just you answer that um, with God, and so. Well, I need, I actually need about 20 minutes for this video clip. But (laughs) the bottom line is, here we go again. Okay. (laughs) So everything that um, is written in Old Testament 
need to be interpreted through the pattern of Jesus Christ. So when you see it, the prophecy or the preparation through the, the written word, that everything points to Jesus and Jesus' finished work. So his birth and his life and his ministry and his death and his burial and his ascension, everything is for us. And But 1 John 3, 8 talks about the reason that Jesus was manifested is to destroy the work of devil. And so in this context, even briefly I mentioned last week about Book of Revelation was for people to understand what it is for Christ to walk the path through the nation of Israel and became the savior of the world. And as he became the firstborn among new creation, that he is truly raising up the kingdom people, the kingdom of royal priesthood. So that's us, right? So how you know that? Only through the ministry of the word of God. And so, even with the book of Revelation, there are so many um, pictures and symbols and, and types, and even with the numbers, it wasn't by accident. For instance, if for today, if you say, what is an apple to you? Then, I mean, like me, I'd probably say, well, I could just picture Granny Smith apple or Macintosh apple. But if you ask that question to younger people, they say, is that like an Apple watch, an Apple computer, or Apple? So your frame of reference can be completely different. It's the same thing with the word. The reason we emphasize on that you need to have a Bible knowledge in certain things is that there are certain places you go to, you, 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 you want to ask God why you have all these numbers and why you have all these names, all these places. What does it mean? And Pastor Bear used to say that, you know, like a God needs to communicate, so he had to use, um, if he was talking to ants, then he had to use NTs, <laughs> ants languages, in order to communicate. So that's where he used a group of people, a nation of people, Israel, to convey his intention, his nature, his character. So from our perspective, we are not under the law, obviously. But we, under, we, we need to understand why their law was not capable of fulfilling Sin problem.
So I'm going to stop right there. It's going to be, it'll have to be to be continued. <laughs> then doesn't mean that I'm going to be back next week <laughs> at some point. But I just want to, because we only have 20 minutes, so I guess my point is that ask God. There's no limit in God. So ask God, what is my desire or hunger, passion toward this living world of God? You are actually the best version of the best translation of the Christ in you, the hope of glory. But how well you want to be expressed, that you could be written and read by all men. Living epistles. So what I have is that, it's just to, I, I, have, I have a few like, references, whether it's in a Bible app or you know, certain references when I study Bible, but this is kind of like, I'm not, I cannot say this is tongue-in-cheek, but this is a really excellent resource, I think, because the person who started this project is actually a theologian. So he is really, really good with the Word of God. So, real good. So I have, I mean, if you need to go, you got to go. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's, it's about 20 minutes long. It's on Old Testament and New Testament. So this is my intention is to stimulate your hunger for the world.